All right, it's September 11th, and um, you know, for the generation coming up, we have a whole group of them who weren't even alive when it happened. Um, and so, I hope you honored your today a little bit. Um, I just wanted to put this out there before we started the show, or before I started the show, um, just to say that, you know, uh, I don't know. It's a day. It, the, the, September 11th, 2001 will I I'll always know where I'll be. It was my Kennedy moment or my Pearl Harbor moment for generations before us. Um, I know for a lot of people my age and younger, it's the same for them. So anyway, I hope uh, you all had a great day. Um, but we're going to get on with the show, which has nothing to do with that um but i just wanted to to put a little uh, put it out there a little bit that you know um took a moment of silence or however you know you whatever deity you pray to that maybe you said a few extra words of uh healing for um the country still that needs it anyway um on with the show we hope you like the show you're about to hear it is brought to you in part by nobody because we can't get any fucking sponsors. But if you'd like to email us, give us your comments. Please send them to stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's stspodcast18 at gmail.com, all lowercase. And here's the show. Uh, welcome to Shooting the Shit, uh, the Matt Show. Um, tonight is Serious Shit Tuesday. And, you know, uh, first I have a story. Uh, that was sent to me by my partner in crime, Spencer. Um, where to go? It's a pretty, uh, I don't know if it, it's serious shit. I don't know if it's, uh, anyway, it's in Brazil. So, I'll just read it. <clears throat> so, I should have brought my greeting glasses down, too. I might have to take a time out and go grab them. A homeless hero loses his life saving a hostage. A good Samaritan's horrific death took place on the steps of a Brazilian cathedral and was broadcast live on TV. The hero was a 61-year-old Francisco Erasmo Rodriguez de Lima. Del Silva, 49, is reported to have recently finished a 22-year prison stint for crimes including robbery, theft, drugs, trafficking, and assault. And this doesn't look like it's written very well. So, After getting out of jail, he committed a felony again. De Silva had spent about 20 minutes praying inside the church with his unnamed victim before hauling her out to the steps of the church in full view of passers-by. There's actually pictures of this. Uh, it is pretty sad. Uh, as soon as uh, Lima, De Lima, whatever, saw... <coughs> the incident he rushed the gunman and pushed him over the terrified woman the terrified woman captive managed to run to safety tragically brave francisco was shot dead seconds later as the hostage taker regained his balance and shot him at close range in the head police took down the gunman by a hail of bullets and that's what i'm fucking talking about right there Um, 
thank God for this hero or whatever deity you pray to. Um, this is just, he was a homeless man. If you've ever been to any of these countries and, you know, there are homeless people just hanging out on the front steps, begging, praying, um, doing these little acts that just kind of piss you off because, you know, they really don't, uh, I don't know. It's just, some of it seems fake, what I saw. But, um, you know, these are Catholic churches and these people are outside begging, yet these priests and bishops and cardinals and whatever the fuck else they got, you know, knights and pawns and whatever, um, live like fucking royalty. What the fuck? It's, it's pathetic. And actually, I think they use these beggars. Deformed, retarded, uh, crippled, whatever. They use them as money-making schemes. They use them to beg outside their churches, and then whatever they bring in, maybe they get a portion of it, and the church gets the rest of it. But just when I was in Venice, which is a beautiful, beautiful, lovely city, that town itself has so many cathedrals. They're fantastic. They're beautiful. Marble statues and pillars and paintings and tapestries. Wood pews and, you know, $5 to light a fucking prayer candle or whatever the fuck they do with those things. They're not incense because the goddamn place is stunk sometimes. But anyway, um, here you have this homeless man outside this church, sees this incident happen, and takes fucking action with no regard for his own personal safety. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Francisco Erasmo Rodriguez de Lima, we salute you. Fantastic hero. Sad story. Um, But this is what the world needs. is, Is more, more, tons more people like this who care about their fellow man more than they care about themselves. You know, unlike this coward who kidnapped this lady at gunpoint, um, I'm glad he went down in a hail of gunfire at, at the young age of 41 or however the fuck old he was. Uh, he should, probably should have been, down, been put down 22 years ago before he did his little jail fucking whatever he had to do because... Obviously, he didn't fucking learn a lesson. And yes, that's the drink you're listening to. So, I know it's not Friday, but... Tonight's the match show, and I'm going to do a little rant of something that has happened recently, and it just uh, pisses me off. So, throughout our lives, we all have friends who have come and gone. For whatever reason. Uh, We just grow apart, or... Um, you move away you know there's several reasons that 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 can happen but you know recently we've lost some friends and they just kind of decide to cut themselves out of our life Um, suddenly um, as it appeared to us don't know how long it had been planned or schemed or whatever um, and I do take it personally, and it is pretty. I do feel pretty bitter about it at this moment. Still going to talk about it because um, 
if you haven't fucking learned by now, uh, a, a dilagaff. If you don't know what that it means, what that little phrase there means, um, look it up, dilagaff. Um, I don't give a fuck uh, if you haven't learned that. So uh, anyway, so like I said, we had some friends that have decided to cut us out of their lives, and honestly, it's probably for the better of us. Um, but when you hear the reasons why, that's where it it just hits me. Um, it hits me hard. So, I don't know. Most of you who listen, I know there's like five of you right now. We were up to 11 at one point. I don't know what happened to the other six or so. But there's five of you that listen. Probably one of them is probably the anchor team to make sure we're not violating anything i guess so there's four of you to listen um and you're probably all family family or close friends there was a close friend who listened so hello how are you anyway um i didn't even check because we got any emails so um but anyway you know and it actually it's worse when it is family families grow apart too but you know it's worse when you're family comes up with so anyway where wolves ears are wolves teeth are near that's a quote from the Volsunga saga circa 19 um it's kind of a viking quote uh, but it holds true it holds true so you know, everybody, I think, has a... I'm starting off with family. Everyone that I think has a family member who, for some reason, thinks they were treated better or worse than others in their family. Um, and occasionally, that person turns into being such a selfish, pompous individual they can't see past the end of their nose. If they do anything, it is out of the kindness to themselves. They don't give a shit about anybody else. To some extent, their own children even. Um, to make themselves... They'll go to any extent to make themselves seem... I don't know, so important. Uh, you know, there's been a small dispute between my wife and I about a family member because this family member has burnt every fucking bridge imaginable with hate, utter, pure, unadulterated hatred in the things that have been said about me, about my wife, about other family members. And yet my wife continues to want to try to rebuild those bridges. And I just say, let them fucking burn. Um, she wants to maintain that relationship, and I respect that. But I'm not going to be a part of it. Because at some point, this pompous person is going to say something to me 
that I'm going to have to respond to. And that will definitely burn bridges. This person is no way better than anyone else. Ever. No way. Uh, just because you get a good job and you can go out and you can buy the newest fucking truck or the newest fucking TV or the newest fucking this or that or the goddamn other thing doesn't mean you better than anyone else. First of all, you're still stuck with those goddamn bills. So as soon as I get paying off my truck, as soon as I get done paying off my bike, it's fucking mine. And that's the goal I work for. Uh, I try to double down on payments. I try to have a try to have it never happens the down payment of some sort uh, but anyway um, never buy fucking new because you lose ten thousand dollars off the fucking driveway parking lot as soon as you leave but for you to uh think that just because you can do these things that you're better that is utter bullshit it honestly it makes you a worse person if you can't do anything out of the goodness of your heart for others that where you're worried about how it's going to benefit you, you're a piece of shit. You're a goddamn piece of shit in my mind. And this is my fucking rant tonight. So buckle down because it's going to get bad. So these friends that I was speaking of uh, earlier, it was probably a couple minutes earlier, um, just randomly decided that they didn't want us in their lives anymore. And... I don't know, it was, you know, for friends, you just kind of drift apart anyway, and that, that's where it was headed, honestly, and that's fine, but to all of a sudden say that we can't hang out anymore uh, because uh, they have other commitments and they have other things to do, and they don't have time to hang out with us. That's pretty fucking rude. How about when I say, hey, you guys want to come over and barbecue? I'm sorry, we're busy doing this. Okay, fine. If that happens two, three times, I'm going to quit fucking asking you as a fucking personal invite. And I might mention it to you that it's going on. And then that even that'll end. But to say, hey, look, sorry, we're not going to be able to hang out anymore because we're busy. And we got other important things to do. Fuck you. Fuck you. So... Through all that, it just kind of done. No more, you know, real niceties anymore. No more uh, whatever. And then randomly, months later, things dead and over with, get a message. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? What the fuck does this come from? So you have the audacity to, months later, to randomly strike up a fucking conversation. And, you know, so I want to put a pause on it right now. This, it may be a short evening because once I get done with this fucking rant, fuck all y'all, I'm probably done. Uh, my blood pressure, I can feel it rising now as I'm talking about it. But, um, so, to carry on. So, listen, this is on the, this is on the messages. So, listen. Uh, you know, we just wanted to kind of close things out with you guys. We kind of felt like we left it open. Okay, go ahead. Well, they're so important because 
they volunteer. So I had it up. I don't know if I still have it up. Merriam's Dictionary. No, I closed it out. I'll open it up again. Uh, homeless Hero. I'll put it on that page because I'm done with that. Um, so got it here. So I'll read that here in a little bit. So these people, these friends of ours, uh, whatever you want to call them, um, they quote unquote volunteer for their community um, in the EMS saving lives and putting out fires type of aspect. And that is great. That is fantastic. That is a fairly, fairly, I say, selfless deed. Um, when I look up the definition of volunteer, a person who does work without getting paid to do it. Okay, that makes sense. You volunteer for your church bake sale to help do the car wash for the cheerleaders or whatever, because I love to do that every year for the college girls. Um, you know, you, you volunteer to help do these things, and that's fine, but without getting paid to do it. Um, they get a paid time on this quote-unquote volunteer uh, uh, service that they provide. Um, they get paid for it. So, air is not truly volunteering. Um, number one. Number two, there is... Uh, and in the last year or two, I've I noticed it. There was more of a, what glory is there in it for me? Um, not how can I help the community? Not how can I make things better for the community? There was that aspect. There was that mentality behind these folks. Um, but there was also the, how can I do something to make me look good? Let me run around, let as many people know of these good deeds I've been doing so I can get praise and recognition. Um, that was going on, yeah. So, uh, the, other the other definition of someone that does something without being forced to do it, such as the first part of that is a person who chooses to join the military. So, I don't know if many of you out there, even family and f close friends, know that, uh, you know, I did 23 years, let's see, 9 months, 8 months, sorry, 8 months and 22 days in active duty with uh, like 3.5 years of, of reserve time in the Army uh, on top of all that. I'm not drinking fast enough, my ice is melting. Mm, that's good. Um, okay, so I don't necessarily understand what the difference is, and, and this doesn't go into it. Um, because it does say without getting paid. In the second definition, it says without getting paid to do it. The military obviously gets paid. However, um, so I did 23 plus years in that I did three deployments to uh, combat zones. Hostile fire zones, imminent danger zones, whatever the fucking title you want to put on it, I did that. 
Um, I don't seek recognition for any of this. Um, when I retired, my father bought me a United States Army retiree hat. I do wear that occasionally, special occasions, military events, things like that. Um, I probably wear it more than I should because it's getting a little tattered, and I see some of these people. They must have three or four because some of those are fucking crisp. But mine's not so much. Um, <laughs> anyway, I do love a good ball cap, though. You know, who don't, right? So, um, anyway, uh, three deployments, okay? Um, over, fuck, with my deployments, is over years. And then you add all the training exercises and these different times away from home. It Probably out of my 23 years, I would wager to bet, plus deployments, I did, I spent... Uh, probably four to five years away from my family, whether it be two weeks at a time or a year at a time. Um, in the meantime, my wife, Stacy, and I don't know too much information, put it out there, family member, whatnot, but, uh, in the meantime, she had to do the household, had to manage the household. Starting off with one kid, worked up away up to three um she had to take all do all the bills you know, pay all the bills do all the maintenance on the cars or at least get it done you know while i was gone um and out and about uh drag these three kids to the fucking grocery store every couple weeks when she had to go get groceries drag them all to doctor's appointments by herself all this shit um all these things that a typical spouse does and a that a, a a one spouse does and the other spouse i would hope typically tends to help i tried to help when i was home uh, whether go along with the appointment and watch the ones that weren't had the appointment or to stay at home with them <clears throat> um i do feel i tried to do that when it was uh when i was available to um but uh yeah so now so one of these people um, thinks everybody's out to get them for whatever fucking reason. Maybe they're doing shady shit on the job. This is on the regular job, not on their volunteer side. Uh, maybe they're doing shady shit. I don't know. Uh, they get a partner that they don't like for whatever reason, and then there is not even an attempt to get along with them. Um... And it's just bicker, battle, fight, fight, and then get switched. Um, in the few years that we knew them, this individual has gone through on the fourth job. So five years or so. Um, they were kind of best friends, actually, at a point. Um, not kind of, they were. And so this is kind of why it just kind of hit so hard that it was kind of all of a sudden, uh, it wasn't all of a sudden, things, we were drifting apart, but this whole, hey, get the fuck out of our lives thing, just kind of, okay. And then as things get settled months later, to randomly get a fucking goddamn text, for this text to tell us that we are selfish, that we don't think of others, that they're busy doing their volunteer stuff, 
and that takes up their time and so that caused them to not have time for selfish us um and in this uh little message thing back and forth and i'm not reading it because if i read it i would get riled up bigger than you would ever want me to be so i'm going off memory um in this it said that stacy only makes coffee um She's a barista for Starbucks. She's been doing that for going on 11 years. If it hasn't been 11 years, it's pretty fucking close. Um, she has been with the corporate stores and she's been with the franchise stores. Um, and 11 years. And in five or so years, this one person has gone through four jobs because oh, things are too tough here. Transfers to another place. Oh, it's not the high-paced part that I like. Transfers to another th job. This isn't what I joined. This is what I signed up to do. What the fuck? You had... Uh, the, the last one was a fantastic opportunity to work there for a year or so. Save up a bunch of money because they were paying drive time. They were paying hotel stays. Because a little travel thing, um, they paid well over current wages of the positions that she served before. He, they served before. Um, and to just walk away from that because it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Now, this individual does have some personal beliefs, and that's fine. But the job in itself was fairly fucking well advertised as to what you were going to be doing. And I don't know how you were surprised by that, um, personally. Again, it's just me. So, but, um, you know, so to say that my wife only makes coffee... And to say that we're selfish shows how little you fucking know about us. And to say that, to have that thought and to, to, to give that tone that you are so much better because you volunteer for all the wrong reasons. Um, maybe it started off with the right reasons, but then you saw some glory in it and that fucking glory overtook it. And you have ran with seeking out that praise and that glory and it it's sad it saddens me it angers me it saddens me and don't be like that if you're gonna do something do it out of the goodness of your fucking heart if you expect something in return then it's called a fucking job um whether it's praise benefits whatever and you know so i i did my time in the military my son's currently active duty uh two of them actually and I do ask for a military discount when I go shopping or to restaurants. But if places randomly offered electricians uh, a, a fucking discounts on their meals, wouldn't they be asking places when they go to it, hey, do you offer an electrician discount? Sure as fuck they would. So why the fuck am I uh, greedy when I ask that? I'm not. You're offering it. I'm going to take it. If I don't ask, I don't know. If you say no, I'm not upset about it. I don't give a flying fuck if you're going to give me 5% off my fucking Big Mac. 
I really fucking don't. But if you do, I'm going to take advantage of that shit. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, see, I don't even know how I'm going to end this show. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of screwed myself over there. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, the definition of volunteers who does work without getting paid to do it. So if you're in a volunteer job that you get some sort of compensation for your time in monetary, then it's not volunteering, despite the title. Um, and uh, so, anyway, I looked at these quotes, and they're, I don't know. You know, where wolves' ears are, wolves' teeth are near. Right. Uh, Ill is to abandon honor and integrity in exchange for injustice and greed. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Be your friend's true friend. Return gift for gift. Replay laughter with laughter again, but betrayal with treachery. Have them all. That's a... Norse Book of Fables. Um, person should not agree today to what they will regret tomorrow. That includes friendships. And unfortunately, there are sheeps and wolf clothing who, if things don't benefit them, you know, if you, you know, uh, I don't know. If you have a friend that you go over to their house and they're the ones always buying the beer for the barbecue and they've mentioned something about it. Well, if you're a fucking lush and you're drinking fucking 12 out of the 24 and there's four people drinking, yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself. But, you know, pitch in every now and again, people. Um, pitch in. You know, here's the thing with these friends. Um, one of them decided they wanted a new bathroom. So instead of preparing and planning and, you know, setting money aside to do this, one of them went and took a sledgehammer and tore everything out without the knowledge of the second one. Um, we put it back together, and it's, it's fantastic. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous bathroom. Gorgeous. I love it. Uh, I hope that in my new place I can kind of redo one of the bathrooms because it's kind of shitty. Uh, one of the bathrooms to half that level of what that one is. By the way, there are probably at least 7 to 12 beer bottles in the walls because if you're going to redo something, you got to redo it right. And that means leaving your fucking empties in the goddamn walls behind the drywall. Uh, to be honest with you, that's what that means. Uh... So there's at least 7 to 12 beer bottles in the walls. There's one under the tub. Um, the little fucking fiberglass tub with the, you know, the... Yeah, there's at least one underneath there. Maybe two. Um, <laughs> so I refinished a basement uh, at a place we owned in Colorado. I didn't refinish, I finished it. It was completely unfinished when we bought it. Uh, finished it, and in the entire basement, there was maybe a six-pack left. 
So that tells you the amount of motivation I had uh, when we were redoing this bathroom. But anyway, redid it. Didn't ask for anything in return. I was given beer, and I left left the empties there for him to collect later. But uh, <laughs> uh, we moved. Cleared out our house in our last city we lived in. Uh, cleared it out. Hey, we could use some help moving stuff. Oh, you know, we're so busy. Okay, cool. The next weekend. Here, I'm driving two hours on the weekends, one way, to pack up shit and to move it two hours back the other way. Truckload by truckload. We did rent a U-Haul. Um, and, you know, so... Uh, but I did it, basically, my wife and I did it by ourselves because these friends didn't have the time of day to fucking come and help us at all. At all. Uh, hey, in two weeks we're going to be renting a U-Haul. Oh, yeah, we're going to be busy that weekend. Fuck you. That's when I knew things were kind of going downhill with them anyway. Um, I don't know if they would help before. Uh, but that's kind of the, the, the icing on the cake, so to speak, the, the fucking, you know, bottom of the barrel, whatever you want to say. But so anyway, yeah, not a fucking finger, not even a fucking an attempt to say, well, we can help you for half a day. We can help you for two hours. None of that shit. It is. Nope. It's not going to benefit us. We can't fucking do it. You're on your fucking own. So, there's that. And so, here we are. Uh, moved ourselves here. Um, you know, there are other people we probably could have asked that would have been willing to help. But, you know, the help at that time would have been a probably a little luxury than anything. And, um, I don't know, at that point it was like we got... You know, two days we're going to ask people to come up and help us or to stop by and help us. Whatever. So we did it. We got it done. My daughter-in-law was a great help. Um, my son did some help. My daughter did some a lot of help. She cleaned and stuff. She helped lift some stuff too. Um, but anyway, it's the fact that you have friends who say they're your friends, but uh, just are out for themselves. Uh, again, like I said, wolf and sheep's clothing. Uh, no regard for anyone else. So, uh, oh, here's one. This is brainy quotes. Betrayal is the only truth that sticks. Boom. Right there. Uh... So, I don't know if this is an actual Viking quote. <laughs> that last one wasn't. It was a quote from Arthur Miller. That's what the little fucking meme says. Anyway. This one here says, Better to lick your root wounds and be battle-scarred than to kiss ass and compromise your values. Um, I like to think I'm a fairly loyal person. Uh, for Christ's sake, I did 23 plus years in the military. Uh, do I keep in contact with the folks I served with? No, not at all. 
some of them out there have, hey, we're going to be driving through your area. You mind if we stop and crash for the night? Not a fucking all. Not at all. Crash on my couch. Got an extra bed here. Got an air mattress there. Whatever. We've had several do this. And it's hasn't been daily fucking contact. Hasn't been even fucking yearly contact on some of them. But with these people, I know where their loyalties lie. Uh, if I were to travel near them and I needed a place to crash, I have no doubt that the majority of them would try to accommodate. Um, excuse me. <sighs> I'm running out of wind. I'm fucking talking so much. Um, I know no doubt that these people would try to accommodate. problem with these friends we had uh, they, and you know, there are those of you who out there who kind of fit in the same boat, and I'm not talking bad about everybody who, uh, do this, uh, but they've never, they live in the city they were born in, that they grew up in, the town, maybe not born in, but that they grew up in, um, the town, city, town, suburb, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, village, anyway, they live in the town they grew up with, they're surrounded by the people they grew up with, um, so in essence, they haven't grown up, they, oh, uh, you know, and I, I, I've learned this other ways too, but you know, they're more about getting fucking hammered with their friends around a goddamn campfire in somebody's backyard um, or around a kitchen table, uh, maybe playing card games or whatever uh, off of fucking, I've, I've talked bad about them before and I, you know, if they get wind of this, they probably, it's, it's, the people have their own off of, you know, beer that is, you can get a 30 pack for less than $10. Um, that type of beer. And, um, you know, that's what you live for. That's what you call a good Friday night. How about going to a fucking wonderful museum? Kansas is full of them. The entire fucking state. Uh, wonderful mu museums everywhere you go. Small town museums, large town museums. You got the Nielsen Atkins in, in Kansas City. Fabulous museum. You got the World War One Museum in Kansas City. Fabulous museum. You got an airplane museum in Wichita. You got a firefighters museum in Wichita. You've got a uh, soldiers uh, memorial park in Emporia. Uh, on top of that, you got zoos. Like every fucking large-ish city in Kansas has a goddamn zoo. I don't know how. I don't know why. Um, but the Manhattan, Kansas has a zoo. Salina, Kansas has a zoo. They're like an hour apart. Why do you need a zoo an hour apart? I mean, uh, uh, anyway, zoos are fantastic. Even if you've seen the same fucking animals for years and years and years, that's fantastic. To me, that is a wonderful way to spend a Saturday afternoon if you're not fucking pounding post holes. Me, myself, I like to sweat. I like to get out there. I like to work with my hands, uh, pound nails, drill screws, fucking dig post holes. 
And at the end of the day, you have something to show for it. I love that. I loved helping them with their basement or bathroom. Because at the end of the day, you had work to show for it. Uh, at the end of the day, if all you have is a 30 fucking empty beer cans, <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's not a good day. Unless you also have 25 uh, picket holes, uh, post holes uh, picketed out with the post hole diggers. I keep saying picket. I don't know why. Dug out with postal diggers manually, not the fucking motor kind with the fucking auger. I'm talking good old fashioned. My grandfather's postal diggers is what I got. Uh, and if you're not sore at the end of the day, and you know, not a hangover sore, but like sore muscle aches, I just love that. Um, <clears throat> that is my adrenaline. And I may grumble. I may run into problems. Fucking hit clay. Have to fucking pound through that shit. God, fuck, I hate clay. Or some random pile of goddamn concrete chunks or gravel that someone buried three feet down or, you know, 18 inches down that you got to dig through. Fuck that. And I may grumble and I may bitch and I may get in a bad mood doing it. But I'm loving every minute of it. Sweat in my eyes. I wear a fucking bandana. Fucking 1970s, staying alive, fucking whatever. The, the bandana you buy at Walmart or your local grocery store for $1.99, uh, roll it up, wrap it around my head, keep the sweat on my eyeballs. Mostly. And, yeah, you get that hay fever going on, you can always take it off blow your nose on it. When you roll it back up, keep that on the inside. Word of advice. So... <laughs> Um, I prefer that than a fucking farmer's blow because uh, if you don't know, I have this fucking majestic, and I don't know, I'm sorry, I understated that, motherfucking majestic goatee going on, and a farmer's blow just gets all messy up in that shit, so I try not to do that. Uh, maybe in the shower once in a while when I rinse it directly out, but uh, never out fucking doing work and shit. I, I take my headband off, unroll it. Wipe in there, roll it back up. Sometimes I carry an extra one just for that. If if hay fever or what the fuck is going on is a little worse that day, I may carry an extra one. But uh, that's just me. So, um, yeah, that's life. Uh, beware of charlatans who... Put on a facade of good deed doer and are only looking for self-recognition. Um, and then to come back at someone who, and you know, and I, I don't brag on myself. I don't, I'll brag on my kids. Um, I'll brag on my grandkids. I'm not going to brag. I don't brag on myself. I'll brag on my wife every now and again too. Um, she's had a lot of bragging done on her over the years by me. But um, I don't brag on myself. I don't do what I do to get a pat on the back. You know, here at work recently, um, I've been here less than a year. Actually, October 1st will be a year. Hooray! At this new location, same employer, uh, U.S. government or Department of the Army or whatever. But, uh... I, uh, we got a new, 
doctor, got a new surgeon in, and when this person was coming in, they'd asked for someone to step up and help with uh, scheduling the surgeries and, and taking on that task. And I knew it was going to be a daunting task. I've done it before. Um, when I did it before, I actually had like had to catch up because the person who did it before um, quit, and there was some underlap where uh, there was work that should have been done that wasn't leading up to that and then when that person quit the work just kind of sat there because nobody really knew how to do it so I took it upon myself I learned it got everything fucking caught up and I knew this task was going to be daunting and but I volunteered to do it um, I'm not doing it for the recognition I'm not doing it for anything else um it would be nice, and I'm not saying it won't happen, but I'm not out seeking it. I'm not out saying, hey, I scheduled four surgeries today. Yay me. No. Um, I'm doing it because I love it. I'm doing it because it helps our patients. It benefits our patients. It's going to make things flow smoother for that doctor where he can think about operating on these patients and not have to worry about, did I schedule this right? Did I do that right? Did I get this med put in? Did I do that no, I'm there to remind him. Don't forget to do this. Hey, did you do that? So, and, and like I said, I, I knew it was going to be a tough task. But I stepped up to do it. And again, I'm not asking for your praises. If you want to send me your praises, you can email at stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's praisematt at stspodcast18 at gmail.com. Anyway. But I don't ask for praises. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding with you guys. Um, but I'm not asking for praises. I never did. I did it. It's going to help benefit our patients. And our patients happen to be soldiers who are sacrificing every day. Um, you know, and each generation of soldiers gives the next one crap about how easy they got it. Because now they got everything fucking computer-guided, laser, fucking... GPS, all this shit. Uh, but I was a medic. And <clears throat> for the medics out there, anybody who's an army medic listening, uh, which are none of you, I did think, but um, things haven't changed. The processes or the ideas of how to treat battle wounds, we've learned a lot. But that process hasn't changed. Um, so, I mean, really, it's going to be fucking down in the dirt, dealing with blood, dealing with gore, uh, bone fragments, whatever the fuck, screaming, and that hasn't changed. You're still putting on tourniquets, it just happens to be a fancier tourniquet than a fucking uh, a, a, a stick and a fucking uh, bandage. Uh, that's what I trained on. You had to go find the biggest fucking stick you could to wrap it up in the fucking tourniquet. That's how I was trained. So now they got these new high-speed fucking tourniquets and all these companies are racing to come up with better, quicker, easier stuff, lighter, which is fantastic. Um, but uh, the hardship doesn't change. Whether you're gone out to the field for two weeks, whether you're gone on a longer field problem for 60 days, 30 days, whatever... 90 days, I've been on some of those mini deployments or whatever. 
uh, the 99-month deployments, still fucking a deployment. You're still away from your family for nine months. And with the nine-month deployment, the Army doesn't have to do a mid-tour for everybody. So there's that headache gone. That um, Those funds are saved and f- paying for flights back home for an entire fucking unit of 3,000 people or however big the unit your, that individual unit is um, so they're saving money with that shit um, but anyway <clears throat> nine months isn't a year I didn't I got I luck I got lucky I missed that 18 month fuck or 15 month fucking tour uh, to Iraq by I don't know three months um, we got back there were rumors there were fucking rumors and I, I told my soldiers, I'm like, look, it's it's all rumors until it fucking happens. You can't sit here worrying about it for the next three months if we're going to get extended or not until it fucking happens. And we didn't get extended and we went home. And three months fucking later, units are getting extended to 15 months. Um, so I didn't get caught up in that. And I think, I think the deity that I worship to for that. But... Um, the uh, you know nine month tours is a way for the government to save money so whatever I know we need to save it but you got to look out for your troops you got to look out for your soldiers and um, I don't even know where I'm going with this but uh, we give each other crap but I'm still serving selflessly and by the way my wife had gone to some training um, doula if you don't know what it is. Look it up. I'm not quite sure what it is. But uh, she is looking to volunteer through the Department of Health in the city here that we live in to help with teenage pregnancies or pregnant women and low-income and minority pregnant women because of the infant mortality rate amongst those populations. And she would like to help try to provide some education to those women um, who don't have it by whatever reasons um their parents didn't know they're not getting the right care their providers don't know or don't care to tell them um so she's thinking about volunteering and doing that hadn't told anybody hadn't even fucking told me until she was told that she just makes coffee um so, uh, you can suck a big nut and have a good fucking life seeking the praise and recognition that you feel you deserve, all you fucking people out there, family, friends, whatever, because I, I'm not like that. I don't feel that I've ever been like that. And I maybe I'm not humble, not at all, but, um... I don't put it out there as to what I do, what I've done. Um, in the year I did in Iraq, to count the lives that were saved is, I don't know, depending on what you do, more than you could ever fucking comprehend. To 
seek the see the wounds that I have seen and to have these individuals survive that shit and to know that I may have played a little part in that. To have seen the wounds I've seen and to have those individuals not survive. What more could I have done? Um, there are things that do haunt me at night. Haunt me during the day. Uh, I have demons. I try to make friends with these demons, but sometimes they get ornery. And don't we all sometimes? But uh, I do the best I can. I'm coping. And uh, I appreciate it. I know everybody's concerned about me now. Don't worry about it. I have my therapies. I get on my bike. I go 100 miles an hour down the fucking highway. And fucking flying free with my fucking pistol on my side because I'm a goddamn American and I can carry that shit. So, uh, yeah, I get my thrills. I get my uh, therapy, whether it's fucking range therapy or road therapy, uh, fucking digging post holes with a fucking goddamn 70-year-old uh, postal digger that still works as good as any new one that you can ever fucking buy. And these new ones out here are fucking weird. They People try to make uh, changes to them, but th I think these still have the same fucking wood handles on them, and they're getting crickety and old, trust me. And at some point, my dad had, had uh, taken a saw to it to mark off where the, I think it's the 18-inch line is for digging. But um, that's... Uh, it's just a little mark. And actually, when I went over it with a Sharpie because it was kind of fading. And it's so old, it's getting worn in. I remember my dad digging these when I was... Oh, shit. I mean, confirmed memory was... I was probably 10. But I do have earlier memories of that. Uh, him using these uh, at my grandmother's house. And she died when I was 13. But this is out at the farm. I'm assuming he was using these. Um, I have memories of him using them at another piece of property that they owned before uh, when we moved there when I was nine. So say nine at nine. I remember when you, anyway, they're fucking old cause I'm fucking old. So, but, um, I expected this show to go a little short like usual. They don't, um, I, I do apologize for the rant, but this is something that's come up and it, it bugs me. There, there are just randomly people coming into your life and you see this in them and you try to avoid them. And my advice to you is to avoid them. But sometimes you can't because sometimes they're family. And so you kind of cope. But um, other times uh, you get the... You get snookered. You get the wool pull over your eyes. And you find out later. So, was it the end of the world? No. Like I said, friends come I got more friends that I could shake a fucking stick at that are would sacrifice for me. Selfish. Selfless. Selflessly. Um, a place to stay. A bite to eat, whatever. As long as they didn't become annoying and you know become a fucking permanent fixture on their couch. Um, but I have countless friends that, that that I would do that for. I have probably more. Well, more than I know. 
I have more than I know that would do that for me. And so to lose two that um, couldn't do their own selfishness um, is kind of a loss. Because like I said, uh, we were best friends-ish. Um, but again, kind of saw it coming too. So that is that. Um, so if you like tonight's show, you can email me at Matt's the best. Uh, put that in the, the subject. Um, <laughs> send that email to stspodcast18 at gmail.com. Um, you text your gripes, your rants, your own rants, uh, personal experiences. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, gripes, complaints, moans, groans, uh, praises, uh, ideas, topics, articles, whatever. Uh, send them to us, uh, stspodcast18 at gmail.com, and we will read them on the air, and we'll read your name. So no more of this, hey, don't read my name with this one, because you'll get a corny name. And, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Stephen. Uh-huh. Yeah, shout out to Stephen. Woo-woo. <laughs> All right. All right, so for all four or five of you still listening, love you guys. Thank you, and um, hope you have a good week. I'll be back Friday. Uh, Friday's going to be a busy day. Uh, It's taking the shit out of storage and moving to the new house. We're finally getting it painted. We got the deck built. I got a little bit left to do on the deck because I can't fucking count. Um, It's my fault. I I was doing measurements in my head, and... Anyway, so I gotta go back and get a couple more little items and to the to the box hardware store. Um, anyway, so until then, I'll be back Friday night. I will be back. Um, I may be a little tired. I may be a little drunk. Not as drunk as I was a couple weeks ago because no one's complained yet. Uh, you guys are very kind-hearted, but. Um, I truly don't remember what we talked about. So, anyway, email me, and pretty soon it'll be back to us. My partner, Crime, will be back, Spencer, uh, in a couple weeks. uh, Probably four more shows you have to put up with just me. So, all right. But until then, it's coming up Friday. Have have a great week. I hope the sun's shining out for you. Get outside. Fucking get some fucking skin cancer. Ride your bikes. Ride your motorcycles. Plant your garden, or as to no, I can't plant your garden. Harvest your gardens, dig in the dirt, just dig a fucking hole. The satisfaction of just digging a fucking hole just for fucking digging a hole. God damn it, people, get out there and do it. All right, Uh, until then, go fuck yourselves.